Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. If you want to hear more than just this highlight from the program, become a Coast Insider. And you can listen to the full episode, plus recent shows covering the mysterious death of Kurt Cobain, the possibility that government may soon reveal the truth about UFOs, and the power of witchcraft as told by an actual practicing witch. Start listening now by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, one of our favorite guests, Mr. Lobo, host of a late-night movie program called Cinema Insomnia, which is a cult sensation for a number of years. Just Those years just keep adding up. He is the MC for film festivals like Blobfest and provides background on films, with comedy, games, prizes, and we're going to talk about movies. We'll take your calls in just a moment with Mr. Lobo as well. He's with us this hour before we go into our special tribute show. Always a pleasure, Mr. Lobo. You're one of the best. (laughs) Join me, George, and together we can rule the galaxy. We shall. I hear Stephen King is coming out with a new movie. Yes, he is, George. He is, is coming out with another It, a second It, a second part of the first It, actually. There's only one It, and there's and that's It. How does he get but, so prolific to come up with all these ideas? Uh, you know, a lot of drinking, I think, <laughs> is, uh, is behind a lot of it. I, I'd like to know how many books about uh, that, that Stephen King has written about writer's block and alcoholism. It's probably staggering. I think probably zero. <laughs> well, there's The Shining. He's got another book coming out, though. Another one, too. So he he just yeah, doesn't stop. Very, like I said, very prolific. I, I think Stephen King writes six books before breakfast. I, I think you're right. So I played a little Star Wars theme before you came on. Yes. Tomorrow, yes. Uh, Solo debuts, and they're working Solo. on other ones. But yes. are they beginning to lose their luster? Is, is it beginning to lose that uh, attraction that it used to have? Uh, well, you know, I think oversaturation might be too much part of the, part of the problem. I mean, the with the original Star Wars only opened on thirty screens, and it was surprised everyone. It was a very uh, speaking of rebellions, it was a rebellious kind of movie. Nobody was making movies like that, and uh, it was made. Uh, you know, it's really not a Hollywood movie. It was made in in uh, Northern California, uh, you know, Skywalker Ranch, and all that stuff and so it was it was a new kind of filmmaking new kind of film uh a new template as far as uh franchising and uh, merchandising and all of that and that's the standard now you know you go for something that was very uh undercurrent and different and now it's the mainstream disney that's as mainstream as it gets and they're trying to put out a, a a feature film every year, and they're going into and they've got they already have a one television series, a, a animated television series. Now they're going to do a live action television series, and they've got a whole another amusement park at Disney that's happening. So I I think that you know you you have a combination of diminishing returns, and uh, just the fact that uh, you know you've got. Uh, too much product, you know. They've got a lot, mm-hmm. and 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 to try to sustain that excitement uh, from from film to film. And I, I think also there's a there's a interesting, you know. I, I think that they were surprised by the first side story doing so well. Um, the yeah. Rogue uh, Rogue One, uh, which ended up kind of outshining their uh, second 
major trilogy film, uh, which was uh, The Last Jedi. And so, so The Last Jedi, I think, disappointed fans a little bit. And then Solo, uh, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't want to say anything negative per se, but uh, some of the reports coming back is that it's... Uh, uh, not as uh, good as they'd hoped, and it's a movie that has been had to go through a fix-it job. Ron Howard had to come in and take it away from the guys who were making the Loba, uh, the uh, Lego movie. They took he took it away from the Lego movie guys because I guess he was making it too silly, and then he tried to fix it, uh, fix it up. And I, I guess it's good, but it might not be good enough to 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 take the bad taste out of the Last Jedi out of fans' mouth, and and hopefully. Uh, you know, if the if the next one fails, that could be a big problem. That could be it. And Disney owns the franchise now. Does George Lucas, even though he sold his Lucas films to Disney, still get involved in these movies? My understanding, and and please, someone correct me if I'm wrong, is that is that uh, George Lucas owns the controlling stock. So even though he sold the company, uh, he still uh, directly benefits from Disney and and their success with these movies. Interesting take on that. Well, you know, the creative mind is something. I was, uh, I'm reading a book on Frank Sinatra, and, you know, he was pretty prolific in movies himself. And yeah. it, it was a different time. The movies were different in those days. They were more stories, not a lot of pizzazz. It's primarily acting and a story behind it. Character. Character. Not, and, and, you know, it, and it came, he came really toward the end of the musical movies, where they yeah. used to, you know, singing in the rain and stuff like that, and that all faded away. We go through these evolutions, Mr. Lobo, where you went from musicals in movies to these dramas to where we are today. What causes that, that, that change? Well, I, I think that, you know, a lot of it is, is uh, you know, people read a book or go to a movie to see something different and to escape and you know uh, but hollywood is an industry and so if something works with audiences they will just keep hammering it until it stops working and you know we had westerns for non-stop westerns for how long and then you know then you couldn't get a western made and then it was something else you know and and television is the same way you've got doctor movies and uh, doctor shows and then crime shows and lawyer shows and and so i think that part of it is that you know there, people get tired of the status quo, and and then they jump onto um, another thing that ends up dominating for a long period of time. Be nice to see a larger variety of films all the time instead of having these, you know, trends that go for ten, fifteen years and then disappear. Today, there's a story that Netflix is probably one of the second biggest media entertainment companies. It is now worth more than Disney and Comcast. Absolutely wow. incredible story. Uh, a paid subscription company is now bigger th- and worth more than Disney and Comcast. Wow, that's incredible. I, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, George. just came out today. That's amazing. I mean, it doesn't surprise me because you know I spend a lot of time watching Netflix, and it, it just seems like they have a, an original movie or an original series or or an old series that they've revitalized uh, all the time, new content all the time, and and I think that you know people are um, that's what they want. They just want they just want uh, they want new stuff. 
they're, they're tired of the, the same old stuff. Well, you know, when they picked up the Breaking Bad franchise, I think it really helped propel them. Uh, you know, they had Mad Men. That, that was fun. I, I like that. It was about, you know, yes. an old-time ad agency. And uh, right. John Hamm from St. Louis, where I am uh, from, he did a great job playing that role. But Breaking Bad, I think, really helped make Netflix, don't you? I I would say that yes that and 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 a lot of and a lot of these uh, series that I think that series shows um, you know and I think you know again they're tar- they're talking about doing Star Wars as a series shows it's a it's a much more forgiving not only is it a much more forgiving atmosphere television versus uh, uh, cinema but you also have a lot more opportunity to explore the things you were talking about story and character which which is which these days everyone is is not really that uh, able to bamboozle with effects anymore story and character is, is pretty pretty much all you've got Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.